Hello and welcome to the Wobcast, the Watford FC podcast brought to you by the Watford Observer. From now on, these will be released on Friday rather than Wednesday as we approach the new season, which is just a few weeks away. This week's episode features the newly formed Women of Watford Supporters Group, or WOW as they're also known, which was officially launched at the beginning of last month with the aim of giving women more of a voice within the club, encouraging and promoting a more diverse fan base, and hopefully inspiring and empowering future generations of female fans. I spoke to founding members Beth Webster, Francis Lynn, along with Kate Lewis, about the group, why it was founded, and what they hope it will mean for supporters like themselves who wanted to make football a more inclusive environment. And here's what they had to say. First thing I kind of wanted to know is is how how did the group come about and and how important is it for you to to know that the club supports you in in the way that I suppose that they have shown that they have? I think initially the idea sparked back in March when uh, I appeared on Watford Hive Live uh, as part of International Women's Day um, along with of other fans um, and in the studio there was Emma Saunders there was Addy who plays for the women's team and it kind of it struck me and I don't think it might have struck other people as well I don't know but um, just how lovely that was uh, just mm-hmm. women chatting about Watford which I was something I'd not had before um, I had it with my mum maybe <laughs> um, yeah. but um, <laughs> Uh, not people that I'd, I'd never really met before and so that yeah sort of sparked an idea in my head um, and then one of the questions I was asked on Hive Live was about women's safety or sort of how do I feel about going to away games by myself and for me personally uh, it's something that I don't do um, sort mm-hmm. of bad experiences in the past I suppose um, and why don't you do that and so that was something that maybe uh, could have been tapped into a bit more and um, the club, because I'd already been in touch with the club with the appearance on Hive Live, they got in touch that week and were just like, actually, why don't we keep this conversation going? Is there something that we can do to change that? Um, and there seemed to be quite a lot of support on social media uh, regarding it as well. Well, clearly, it's not something that's just that I'm worried about. Um, uh, so let, let's open up this conversation and let's, um, let's get planning, planning through. Um, had a few chats with Fran as well um, about it in the first instance as well. And so I don't know if you wanted to just say it from, from your like point of view. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, Dave from the club put me in touch with Kate, who I, sort of, I ended up standing next to at one of the games around in wow. December, <laughs> funnily enough, yeah. uh, which is the only time I've met her. Um, mm-hmm. And... I think we've got different experiences. Obviously, I'm, I'm considerably older than Kate and I've been going for, to football for a long time. And over the years, I have been to games on my own. I mean, I've been to quite a lot of games on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live in the States and I would fly back and arrive on a Saturday morning, uh, first thing, go home, have a shower and then get on a train and go to a match. But but again, you know, there, there are sort of different experiences with it and I've had unpleasant experiences. So I I tend to um, 
I don't know how to put this, but you, you've got your own routine with what you do and where you feel safe and where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I do have now a good group of friends that I go with, and um, there are a number of women in that group as well. So I know that it's sort of quite a supportive environment for other women. And I was hoping through this that maybe somebody who is a bit more confident about going to games like me can make other people feel comfortable and sort of, you know, tell them the best way to get to the ground. And, you know, I tend to go to a pub before a game, but I like the old man's pub. I don't like Mm -hmm. the ones that have all the fans in yelling. So, you know, it'll be that sort of thing. And also say, you know, if people wanted to come along on their own, be able to say, well, there'll be a group of us and there'll be some women in that group. So you won't be the only woman there and you won't feel uncomfortable. And, um, you know, talking about Emma going, I've met Emma in pubs before games. She's gone to away games with us sometimes as well. So, you know, it's really nice to have that that group of people. And it's brilliant to have someone like Emma, who I think is just such a great role model, what she's doing as a, as a broadcast journalist in football as well. So I think it, it's a really positive thing. And I think Watford's always been somewhere. I mean, I, I when I was a teenager, I used to go with my sisters. So I've always gone with women um, and um, and it's it's Watford itself has always felt safe, not necessarily away games. I mean, you you certainly when I started going to away games in the 80s, you had to be very careful about where you went. You wouldn't dream of wearing colours anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess having grown up with that, <laughs> I've got my own coping mechanism. I suppose. Your experience, all three of you will have a very different experience to, to following football than, than I will. Um, perhaps, I don't know, could you explain what are the, the difficulties for, for following a football club just, just as a woman? Being in the stands, I never feel unsafe um, because that is that is home and that is I'm with my Watford family um, and I, I do feel secure um, and you might have it's that, it's that brilliant thing about football, isn't it? You've got nothing in common with these people around you, but for 19 minutes, you are bonded, um, and and it just and it just doesn't matter. Um, but it's the getting to and from the grounds, and so home games. I know Watford. I know where to park. I know the safest ways. I know the ways that are lit, um, because a lot of the football season is the wrong side of daylight savings for us. Um, so it starts to get dark from about half three <laughs> and then suddenly you're walking home in the dark or you're walking to your car in the dark and so yeah, you've maybe got your keys between your fingers just in case and so if you then put that into an unfamiliar area um where and you, you parked or walk away from the ground um you don't you don't know where the safest place to run is um and then if you do you feel like you're being followed perhaps if you then approach somebody else for help they might be in on it um I don't know whether I'm just overly paranoid but mm. that's kind of how feeling unsafe in the streets makes me feel um uh, and so it, it, it's those kind of things and just always having to think one step ahead um you don't want to see that person on their own with their phone out for example because that's just so obvious that you don't know where you are um, and then I don't know about you other ladies, but sometimes public transport, if you're not, uh, if you're by yourself or you're not with a male companion, it's quite easy. You're quite an easy target. Um, so 
So, yeah, it's just other considerations that need to be taken into account as well as planning your match day. Beth, I've not heard from you yet. What was it um, about the group that attracted you? And, and what was it? Because obviously there are other supporters groups that maybe you could have joined. What was it about this specific group that you wanted to get involved in and, and feel that it's important for, for this group to exist that others maybe weren't offering? Um, well, to be quite frank, this is the first one I've actually come across. I've since mm. found that there are other female orientated um, um, groups for, for Watford, but um, this one just popped up on Facebook and it's like, well, yeah, that seems like something I really want to get into. I'm involved in something similar on my um, for quizzing, um, safety of female quizzes, um, uh, etc. So having having a group where it's only it's women or you know, um, people who uh, identify as as female um, for yeah for the same people, we're all talking about the same things and helping each other um, overcome all all these things, um, all the uh, limitations that we may come across, be it within the ground, be it outside the ground, uh, be it even on. I, I hate to say it, not that I've been to any away games, Francis, but um, on possibly the away coaches. I mean, I don't know whether anything happens on there. Uh, and then the female fans have absolutely nowhere to go because they are stuck on the coach. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I hope, I hope, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't happen, but you never know. Um, uh, and I think we're lucky that Watford is, Watford and Vicarage Road is an in-town ground um, and that everything is very easily accessible, public transport accessible, uh, car parks accessible. If we are an out of town ground, uh, then we may have some more challenges. Females may have some more challenges getting to and on the ground uh, because of you know restrictions in public transport, etc. Football is and has been for some time a very male dominated environment. What what could people like myself and and, and other men do to to make it feel more accessible and more comfortable? Oh, it's quite simple. Do as you would be done by. Don't, mm -hmm. don't do anything to anybody else that you wouldn't want done to yourself. Don't, no catcalling, no, you know, anything like that. We, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't expect a, a, a man or a woman to do that to yourself. So why would um, it be acceptable for you to do it to other people? Mm. Do, do any of yeah. you get the, um, sorry, just do you get the impression that there are some men who think that maybe football is, there's a greater degree of acceptance at football for behaviour like that for, for whatever reason? Is, is there a suggestion that that may be the case? Yeah, I'm, I don't know whether it's changed because I don't, think I've heard get your tits out for the boys for a while but I mean that, <laughs> we used to hear that all the time so I I had my own version that I'd sing back at them um but you know I mean it was it was acceptable there was a lot of um abuse of females you know if 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 the um physio happened to be a female there'd be cat calls you get um mm -hmm. you know the the female uh, officials as well I mean Sean Massey's brilliant but you know she would come in for abuse so I mean it, it came 
it happened a lot. Again, I don't think it happens at Watford maybe as much as it does at other grounds, but, you know, it can be really unpleasant being in a situation like that. Um, so, and again, when you've got a big group of men who've had a few drinks, that sort of behaviour mm -hmm. tends to happen. So, um, you know, it's, it's acceptable, though. Brown, so no, it's, it's, uh, no, it's it, not acceptable. It happens, <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, that's you know, it, I suppose the, the the key point is that there is with with this group, there's a sort of safety in numbers aspects of it, and and is what is is that sort of the main point of of the group? To, to you know to provide solidarity for people in difficult circumstances like what what I liked about it because um I know when Kate made that comment on Hive Live I was quite surprised because as I say I've been going to football with girls since I was 15 so I've had a very different experience because my my family didn't go I was the first one that started going and so I started going with my my friends from school and my sisters and um, so over time, I've been to a lot of grants. So I, I and I know a good few females that go to to games on their own. I mean, I've got one friend who um, she used to go to away games with her mum in the seventies when she was a teenager, and there were oh. no girls. So I know some of her stories yeah. are amazing. And I mean, there were there were no girls going to games in those days. Women on their own was very unusual. So, um, so it's not so unusual now. I mean, what I love seeing as sort of times changed is um, sort of men bringing their daughters along. And mm -hmm. there's a lot more of that, I think, happening now than there would have been. Although the first person I ever went to Vicarage Road with actually used to go with her dad. Um, but yeah, so so what I liked about it was because because I've had different experiences and I'm someone who's really comfortable about going to away games and I go to all the games pretty much. Um, I sort of tend to know where the away grounds are, maybe a safe way to go. And I thought it would be you if if people weren't comfortable, we could tell them where we were going to be, maybe all get on the same train or you could meet somebody at the station and and sort of make sure they were they were safe going to the ground or let them know the best way to get there and just to be able to provide information to to other women and encourage them because I think once once you start doing things like that you'll you become more and more comfortable with it and mm -hmm. and so you know, I guess from my my older perspective, it was providing a, a safe environment for people or allowing them to feel safe. Good. How how's the response been since? Because it's been what a couple of months since it was officially announced. What's what's the response been like? How how much have has it grown since then? It's yeah, it's been incredibly positive, um, and uh, in. In a way, quite overwhelming. Um, I think I went into it quite naively. Um, that when I was sort of in a chat with the club, we were doing it quite slowly because I was saying I want it, I want this to be organic and I want this to be authentic. Um, 
And so <laughs> I'm sitting there going, if I've got you maybe 50 members by the end of the 2022 season, I'll be happy. And mm. suddenly we're sitting there with uh, about 120 members in our Facebook group. We've got over 500 followers on Twitter, um, which is just so much bigger than I anticipated it being. Um, but I think that it really sort of helps us solidify um, and confirm, I suppose, that, that, that this is a good idea. Um, the Dave, uh, yeah, Dave Bessinger at the club, I think, saw uh, what he knew that it would take off. He, he had a lot more confidence in it, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, because it's quite scary sort of putting yourself out there and, and going, OK, I've had this idea. Let's do it. Um, and with anything, it, it can be quite scary and you're always opening yourself up to criticism. But actually, there's been very little of that. Um, and fans, male, female, everything in between have been really, really supportive. Uh, you know, as much as we are women of Watford FC, um, we're open to uh, men and allies, however you identify. And so, yeah, it's been brilliant. It's been really, really positive. Are you aware of any other clubs doing anything like this? Um, yes. So I've been. Uh, so we are now officially an associate member of the uh, FFA Football Sports Association. Um, and Anwar Udin um, there, who heads up Fans for Diversity, um, he has put us in touch with uh, the Lincoln Lady Imps, um, who were kind of the first group who sort of started this up, um, or at least sort of a women supporters group. In terms of that, otherwise, that I don't know of a huge deal, but I'm chatting to a few other, maybe sort of um, the LGBTQ plus groups, uh, both at Watford and at other. Um, at other clubs kind of get ideas I suppose of like what we could do or whether we could actually maybe have socials um, between us and you know if we're going to say if we're doing the Spurs away game as a as a wow trip um, maybe we could meet up with the Proud Lily Whites which is um, their LGBTQ plus uh, group before the game you know and mm-hmm. start getting some relationships going there you won't have been able to attend as, as supporters for a while. How how will this change your, your match day experience, do you think, or, or are you still sort of unsure about that? Yeah, I think in the early days, I have no idea, especially home games. I don't really know how that's going to work because people will have their own um, season tickets uh, or their own sort of routine. But away day-wise... I, I mean, the dream is to have a coach, is to have a coach of WOW members all going to an away game together. Um, and I think if we can, if we can do, do maybe four games a season like that, um, where we all, yeah, get on the coach together, we all go, it's um, full of people chatting and excitement about the game. Um, and then uh, what I'm hoping, and it has kind of organically started to happen within the group already, people offering to carpool, people offering, um, people, oh, I'll go with you, that's fine. Yeah, I get this train. Oh, this is the pub I go to. And so I'm kind of, um, yeah, I suppose we're encouraging those kind of chats between members. And I think, again, I keep going back to this word, quite authentic. I don't want this to be forced. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think over time it will just naturally start to happen and then people will get into that oh yeah we go we go with as, as part of wow we go with with this group or just these women that we met through wow so yeah and I know that the club at the moment often um, what they tend to do is for 
the local supporters group in the area where we go to away games, they'll sort of give them like a block booking of tickets. So um, I'm part of the City Orns. So when we have London games, we usually get a block booking of tickets for the City Orns where we all sit together. And so I'm hoping we can do that at some of the away games that for the women's group get a block booking so that maybe people who haven't been to an away game will know that they'll be in a safe space and with you know with other women who love Watford and therefore that'll encourage them to go and maybe having had that experience it would be sort of a way into going again and and also I guess women who are going on their own sometimes that is difficult um I'm a bit antisocial so I don't mind sitting on my own but <laughs> not everybody's <laughs> like that <laughs> So, uh, we would have the opportunity possibly to be able to book tickets for each other. So we're always yeah. sitting with somebody that we would would know or would be there to assist. And we're also going to be um, influencing the younger generation as well. So there will be women who may be single parents who want to take their children but don't feel comfortable in doing so. And having a group like WOW enables them to do that. Um, yeah. with the security that their children will be looked after yeah. by the rest that's of the family. Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm really um, sort of passionate about because actually it might be that someone is a single dad um, with daughters course, um, yeah. and, you know, really wants to get them into football, but the lads day out that he might be a part of is either not suitable or not something that he wants to push on to his girls. And so actually, wow will be a safe space for, for them. And like you say, it will inspire and hopefully empower those girls. Um, and they'll be, they'll be the ones running wow in the future. <laughs> yeah. So there we go, a lot of interesting points made there and hopefully we'll hear from wow as the season progresses to hear how they're getting on and how they're developing. Thanks very much for downloading and do of course subscribe and tell all your friends about the podcast or for any other Watford related news you can of course visit the watfordobserver.co.uk. For now though, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.